This podcast is produced on the ancestral homeland of the Nooksack and Lummi people. They have been its stewards since time immemorial, respecting the land, river, and ocean with the understanding that everything is connected, related, and alive. We acknowledge the elders and their collective and individual plights and achievements. We consider the legacies of violence, displacement, migration, and settlement that bring us together today. And we pursue ongoing action to build lasting relationships and grow together so that all may prosper. WCLS in Whatcom County presents Library Stories, a podcast to open your eyes to all the ways your local public libraries matter. Join us as we reveal the power of sharing at the library. I'm your host, Neil McKay, Online Experience Coordinator for the Whatcom County Library System. And today... Well, here we are once again. I'm here with my boss, Mary Vermillion. Hi, Neil, and you're laughing because it's not just the two of us today. It's not. Yeah. We have a special guest. Do you want to introduce her? I would love to introduce okay. our colleague, Claire McElroy. Uh, Claire, welcome to the podcast. Hello. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. <laughs> She's here under duress. <laughs> She's we, a we... little private. She's uh, So we're trying to relax her a bit. We've been talking a bit about... <laughs> I keep fidgeting. I keep like wanting to tap. And we're like, all my fingers on the table. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we're really glad to have you here, Claire, and have you here today and join us to talk a little bit about what you do for mm -hmm. the library system. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk a little bit about Whatcom Reads, but... First, do you have a place you wanted to start, Neil? I just or? wanted yeah. to 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 establish what you do around here because I work across the the aisle from you, literally. And it you know, looks like I'm it doesn't not doing look like you're working. <laughs> you're kind of you so know. we've called you here to discuss <laughs> sitting quietly. No, that's that's not true. It space. does look like you're doing okay. a lot of work, but but um, let's start with like the what's your title. My official title is Adult Programming Coordinator for Whatcom County Library System. Okay. So, I mean, let's mention here that you're still fairly new. You've been here for a year? Oh, no, not even a year. Let's see. I came in mid-May is when I started. Okay. So I still feel very new. Mm -hmm. um, so I haven't even been through a full, you know, year cycle of of events here of programming. So, um, and some people may know you from where you were before folks listening to this podcast be like, Claire, it's true. Uh, prior to this job, I was the event coordinator at village books and paper dreams for, um, six years. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so yeah, so I definitely have some, some background of yeah, you, event you, programming. You came well recommended and with a lot of experience and, mm -hmm. And it shows. Shucks. So I what's mean. different though here, like, so you were playing all the author events and doing, you know, hosting events at Village mm -hmm. Books. Now you're here on the library side of things. What's different? Are there different opportunities? Um, what's different? Well, right off the bat, the thing that comes to mind is just the number of branches in the Whatcom County Library System. You know, there's 10 branches. Uh, before there, you know, where I worked, there were there were two locations, mm -hmm. um, with most events primarily happening at one of those two locations. So the library system is is vast, mm -hmm. really, um, and so 
I see it as there's just a lot of potential. There's mm-hmm. so many different places that I can, you know, line up programming. A lot of the branches already, in fact, most of the branches are very adept at coming up with um, robust programming. And I'm kind of here to, I think, facilitate that or help in any way that I can or bring new new ideas for programming to all of them. But um, I would say that that's kind of the the biggest shift for me is just how many different venues there are. And is it the venues? Is it also, I would think, would also be the different communities. Oh, absolutely. Right? So yeah, absolutely. Each branch has its own, of course, its own unique community and each community has its own personality and, um, things that their communities are interested in, um, which is just really exciting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Can you so, think yeah. of anything off the top of your head for oh gosh, that, an example of that? Oh, absolutely. Let's see. Um, the Blaine, the Blaine community, they, they love their gardening programming up really? at that branch. Lots and lots of gardening, which is, which is lovely. Um, and of course the Everson and Sumas branches are local history mm. is their That's their jam for sure. As, and the Linden library too, with their history series. It's, it, it is really interesting. So 10 branches all over the County and focusing, you know, each one kind of has some focus that mm-hmm. they know their community likes, but you also do some community, some county-wide uh, yeah, events like sis- as well. Yeah, system-wide things that you plan for the... Oh, you yeah. mean like um, events that happen like at multiple branches and so forth? Yeah. And yeah, we um, we have upcoming, you know, the sound bathing events Mm -hmm. that are programming that's going to happen. That's a new one, right? Yeah, that is, that is a a brand new one, at least as far as I'm aware. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that's going to happen at four different branches. Um, people can learn about sound bathing and actually experience what that means. Um, there's, what does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) It's, uh, it, it has to do with like meditation and, Using sound. Right here in Explorations, oh, it Mary says, has it. She can reference for Immerse us. yourself in a relaxing and restorative sound bath experience. So, and okay. it's at four branches starting mm-hmm. uh, February 17th. And the last one is May 18th. And it's at Deming, Ferndale, South Whatcom, and Linden Libraries. And I think that the um, person who's presenting that brings, brings um, devices like soothing sound things like bowls and maybe some chimes, maybe some music. I'm not Guess sure, we'll but all it's, have to it's a very, I believe it's supposed to be a very soothing and meditative kind of experience. Yeah, it sounds like just the thing. So what time of day is that? Uh, they're curious. all different times, but okay. um, one's at four, one's at 632. They're kind of different times. So you can see like... all that in explorations on our online calendar. I'm also just on the adjacent page. It's the Salish Seed Guild gardening classes. So you mm-hmm. also were doing, yes, Blaine has a really great ongoing gardening series, but you've got some great classes coming up here with the Salish Seed Guild as well at lots of different branches. So mm-hmm. that's yep. another cool one. with the Salish Seed Guild is going to be presenting on them. Um, uh, medicinal gardening, traditional preservation methods, uh, winter gardening. Um, yeah, so that's wow. an example. Wow. Are you seeing 
some trends developing? Like, are there certain interests that either you're hearing bubbling up from the communities or from the branches, or are you kind of identifying things like, oh, we could really do a program about, I don't know, you know, write your own book or, you know, author events, or are, are there some new ideas that you're hoping to launch? I see, and sound bathing is kind of, is one of them. I definitely see a trend towards, um, towards practices like, you know, I know that when I first started here, there was the Tai Chi at the branches and yoga at the at some of the branches. And now the sound bathing, um, I feel like there's definitely a mindfulness, wellness, Mm -hmm. um, trend that's happening, um, that people are eager to to take part in. And I think it's, maybe it has to do with the times in which we live. I don't know, but I, it seems that people are looking for ways to not only be more mindful, but also connect, have an opportunity to connect with other people in that, in that process. Yeah. That's what the library can do so well. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, mindfulness and the whole self care is definitely a nationwide trend. Mm -hmm. So you might come to the library to find books or other materials if you're mm-hmm. exploring that in your life. And we can also present events where mm-hmm. you can come together with other people and actually do the activity. Mm-hmm. So it's just one, that's why I think the, the events, the programs that you and the youth services team and the branches create is just part of that. Um, just the power of the library, right? Mm-hmm. Find so many good things and explore ideas and concepts and, Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, with, that, with your, on is, your own or with others. Yeah, yeah, this is what I'm learning here is that um, how much libraries are gathering spaces for people, and you know they're accessible, they're free, um, well, and they're welcoming, you know, to all. So yeah, that's what something that I'm just very appreciative of. Yeah. Well, and and not only that, but. Um, in your role, you sometimes go to other uh, other organizations' events. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm thinking about this weekend. Tell me what you did this weekend. Oh, this weekend was fun. Um, I went to the Pickford Film Center for the uh, Treaty Day Film Festival that was organized by um, Children of the Setting Sun Productions, and I believe this was the sixth annual. Um, film festival and the event at the Pickford was the the final event of the of the film festival and so I set up a table in the lobby and was there to talk to folks about um our our current Whatcom Reads um title and author of course uh, Red Paint by Sasha Taksha Blue LaPointe um and it was great fun I got to just be in the lobby and hang out and talk to folks about Whatcom Reads and also I got to view a few of the shorts, which were just wonderful. Um, the films were just great, but it was a lovely community event for that sure. That was sold out. It was sold out. Yeah. Yes. Both showings, the shorts and the feature length film were, were sold out, wow. you know, and it started at 10 AM. I mean, on a Saturday, um, that's pretty rare i have mm-hmm. to say you know mm-hmm. two sold out movie screenings right early in the middle of the day yeah like on a saturday that was on, great on a saturday mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. the end, tail end of a pretty severe uh 
snow snow event event. (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly exactly and there were not any empty seats i mean people Mm -hmm. they all everybody showed up who bought tickets um and that was that was that was wonderful we i had brought um i brought the big book of treaties um from they were treaties from 1778 to 1883 and so in that book was the um Point Elliott Treaty that was that we're celebrating today. Mm-hmm. In fact, yeah, Treaty we're Day. We are Treaty, Treaty Day. day. Um, so that was interesting. I had a lot of interest to people coming by um, to take a look at that book and see the actual language that's in the treaty. Um, so. Yeah, and you had fun. those books there, so you were there primarily for Wacom Reads, but you had lots of because I dropped by to say hey and take some pictures and. Uh, you had terrific books that people could check out, mm-hmm. as well as some free copies of Red Paint, mm-hmm. our Wacom Reads book. But those, we call them pop-up libraries, right? Where Claire or other branch, you know, branch staff will go out and just, you know, be at community events, set up tables, have books for people to check out. Tell us, tell us what you do at those pop-up oh, library the pop-ups events. I know so you like fun. them. Yeah. yeah the, let's see. I got to the, the one I did before that was, um, back in the summer, it was the run with the chums and that was a great, that was a great run pop-up. with the chums, run with the chums, Not run with the chums, run, run with like the running chums. with the chums. Okay. Um, that was out of Birch Bay okay. and, um, and I, I did run. So I participate fully when I do the pop-up. <laughs> well, I guess, I'm yeah. all in. And so if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, the library could come to our event. Yes, the, the Whatcom County Library System would love to come to your mm-hmm. uh, your countywide event. Or Whatcom Reads would like to come out and do a, a pop-up at your event and tell people about yeah. what we're doing. Let's talk about Whatcom Reads because oh, okay. we're kind of right in the season. We are yeah. right about to, we're in the thick of it. Mm-hmm. My so, favorite season of the year. Yeah. One of them. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Whatcom Reads, let's see, since 2009, right? I believe. This is our 16th year. I believe yeah. it's 2009. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. did the math from that, but this um, is the 16th. Yep. So this is the all-county read, all-county book discussion of a one title. And of course, this year it's um, Red Paint, the Ancestral Autobiography of a Coast Salish Punk by Sasha Takshablu Lapointe. And Sasha is um, Nooksack and Upper Skagit, um, poet, essayist, uh, writer. She is going to be here for events in mid-March, March 14th through 16th. And um, her book is a memoir, and it, of course, was the winner mm-hmm. in creative nonfiction and memoir of the Washington State Book Award. Wow. So... And you had her here, Village Books mm-hmm. had Sasha here when the book first came out. Yes, and, yes, we um, did. I went to that event, which was great. It was at the firehouse. Mm-hmm. And so we know she's a really engaging yes. speaker, a lot of power. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a really memorable evening. And so it's exciting if you, mi- it, listeners, if you missed her the first time she was here in Whatcom County, or even if you saw her, like come back out again, because there's five yeah. different ways to, to engage exactly. with her. Yeah. yeah. She's going, we're going to do, um, the book discussion in Deming. There's going, she's going to do the radio hour again. Although if you attended the radio hour, the first time she was here, I encourage you to attend it again, because this one's going to be all different. It'll be at the hotel Leo. It's going to be at a larger venue. She'll have a different person who's interviewing her different musical guests. It'll be an entirely new and different kind of show. Um, She'll do her art and craft of writing um, workshop, which will be out at Northwest Indian College in the log building mm-hmm. um, on Friday the 15th and 
I encourage you to go out to that event because it's always fascinating to hear how the authors, what their process is, how they do what they do. Um, and the log building out at the Indian college is a great venue. Um, she'll do her main event at Mount Baker theater that Friday. Um, and then we will finish with a virtual event on Saturday morning, the 16th at 11 AM. She's going to be in conversation with, um, fellow writer, Kristen Millares young. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, we have a wonderful lineup for her and And she's excited. She tells me she's excited. We're excited. Yeah. She's engaging with us on social. I tagged Mm -hmm. her the other day on that thing. So I know she's excited to come to Whatcom County and I'll just, um, encourage everyone who's listening to go to whatcomreads.org and look at the calendar of events because some of those author events you do have to register for. We have limited yes. seating at Dimming and at the Art and Craft of Writing. There's limited seats. You also, of course, need tickets for the Chuckin' at Radio Hour. And while, you know, there's lots of great, beautiful seating at the Mount Baker Theater, they do ask that people have tickets beforehand. Uh, so it's free, but you do want to just get a ticket so they, they know you're coming, so they yep. can plan for that. And then, of course, you have to register for the virtual conversation so you can get the link. Right. But those are the author events, the March 14th through the 16th. But oh, you've gosh. got well, a we've whole already started. Slate. Yeah, yeah. We, we've already started with the lead-up programming. Um, we had our first event in the lead-up programming last week. Um, in the middle I, of the snowstorm. In the middle of a snowstorm. Mm-hmm. But fortunately, we were able to to pivot. Of course, there's that word. Mm-hmm. We were able to pivot to virtual. Um, and I and I, it occurred to me that our first events and our last events in the Whatcom Read series were with Kristen Millares Young. Yeah. 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 It's a nice little book. Yes. Yeah. She's, yeah. She's, our, she's our bookend, mm-hmm. Kristen. <laughs> um, and that was great. It was a writing workshop on how to write your family portrait. Neil, you were there. I was there. It was great. I mean, I was really looking forward to attending in person at uh, Whatcom Community College. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, the snow hit and we're, we're never ready for the snow when it hits in Whatcom right. County. Right. Mm-hmm. So but I was amazed that that we were able to shift it so quickly, get the word out. And it was a full house mm-hmm. online where it would have been a full house at the community college. Mm-hmm. Yep. Every Everyone seemed to show up. You said a little ghost in the, the machine lights here. Are, yeah. Yeah. The lights yeah. are flickering. The lights are know. flickering here. So there's something the going on. The spirits are restless. But it was a great event, and, and she walked us through some, some uh, uh, exercises, some writing mm-hmm. prompts that, that, you know, I wasn't expecting Me the neither. way, the, the direction that it went. But if you go all in, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> so that was was that just rebooting there i uh, it's either rebooting or turning, or turning off on when I, or turning okay. on it's probably on but so for for the audience i don't know if i'm gonna cut this out or not yeah, but yeah, for no, our audience um we just heard what sounded like a little owl because we have this um video conferencing device called an owl that allows us to do zoom conferences or other video conferencing in this, in the room that we're in the conference room. And, and the lights just flickered. The, the power kind of jumped for a second and then the owl that you didn't see his, his eyes lighting up to <laughs> his eyes light his, up, hers, oh, their eyes lighting up. And, but Neil, maybe if this does stick, stay in the podcast, you'll have to take a picture because we'll, it kind of sort of 
kind of looks like an owl. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it's kind of relevant because because we would several years ago, pre-COVID, yeah. we would not have even had this kind of equipment here. Mm -hmm. And when COVID hit and we pivoted mm -hmm. again, um, Whatcom Reads also pivoted mm -hmm. those first years. Yes. Um, we were all online. Yep. And it's taken several years till we, you know, now we're mostly in-person events. Yeah. And I think that the, that year, the, well, so 2020. Mm-hmm. A when Ivy was here and COVID was just rumblings mm -hmm. were just starting. It's like, should yes. we, should we, yes, let's do it. And, the, and it was really like dicey and people were, we were at member people were like either touching toes or bumping elbows. Nobody mm -hmm. was shaking hands. And so we got through and then COVID just like hit for sure. Yeah. And everything got canceled the next year. Um, with Washington SC Black and with SE, yeah. yeah, we um, were fully online, and it that experience demonstrated the power of Whatcom Reads to me. The community that comes around Whatcom Reads and um, is built around reading one book together, mm -hmm. because the attendance was so strong mm -hmm. at those virtual programs. Yes, it was. And you know, Evolve, our friends at Evolve did one of their themed dinners, and people had to you know go down there and pick it up, and you know it sold out, and you're picking up your stuff, and then going and listening online, and the you know again the everybody the attendance was so fantastic. We created a beautiful video um, that was downloaded. Oh gosh, you know, thousands of times. It was really incredible mm -hmm. to just see the discussion happening, even though we were all apart we were coming together around this book. Mm -hmm. And I think that that speaks to the strength of this uh, program. And so tell me, you know, you've been on, you've been a participant in Walk and Reads, you know, as a reader yourself and then at Village Books and now to be here kind of steering mm -hmm. the ship, basically. It's mm -hmm. just one of the major things you do is, is, is guide Walk and Reads through mm -hmm. the season. Yeah. What, how do you, how do you feel about it? Are you oh, enjoying gosh, it? I feel I feel like I'm filling very big shoes, um, and I feel very, like, honored. Mm -hmm. uh, that this is a real, the 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 importance of this program, this happening every year, is um, not lost on me. You know, it's a real, it's a real significant thing in our community, um, and and I love it. I love. I mean, I, I am a book group leader. I've been a book group leader for, for 12 years at least. Um, and gathering and talking about a book is one of my favorite things in the world to do. And the idea of an entire community doing that, it just, it's like a dream for me. Yeah. So. And Walk and Reads is powerful too, because with the programs that you're developing and before you and McAllen mm -hmm. was developing and, you know, uh, it, it looks beyond the book. It gives you a chance mm -hmm. to really dive deeply into themes yes. in the book, which is, yes. uh, which adds another level. Yep. I, I enjoyed so much thinking about red paint because I'd already read it a couple times, uh, before I got this job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so I, I'm, I am a fan of Sasha's, um, and think, getting to think about the book in a really much more creative way of beyond just the story itself, but all of the things that it connects to and is tied to. And, um, 
walk us through your process. So you, oh you read the book a couple <laughs> times and, and I've read it and then listened mm-hmm. to it. So if you haven't listeners, if you haven't yet listened to the audiobook or haven't read the book yet, that's a great way to do it. Sasha reads it. Mm-hmm. And so it's really great. And she also has a really great, um, playlist that you can you can look at because music's such a big part of this book but mm-hmm. walk us through your process so you read it a couple times and you're like all right how do I bring this book to life well I just started writing making a list think of of components of the book like themes and I so I started writing down I wrote down home and what does home mean and I wrote down language because language is such an important part I wrote down motherhood um and birth and i wrote down love and um tradition like family there was there was so much mm-hmm. in this book that that then and then from at, looking at that list i then started to think about how i could incorporate a program with each of those or any of those components. I didn't, there aren't programs necessarily for all those things that I just said. Um, the love part will come from the love of reading and (laughs) the love of walk and reads, but talk about like the first one you said was home. So you Mm -hmm. definitely have a program based on that. Yes. Um, I am really excited. Well, I, I, I went to, um, humanities, Washington, humanities, Washington is a wonderful organization. They have a speakers bureau, um, Whatcom County Libraries has a, a long history of partnering with Humanities Washington and their Speakers Bureau and bringing their speakers to Whatcom County. And when I looked at the current list lineup of speakers, um, I saw Josephine Ensign's name, and she is doing um, a program called Homelessness and the Meaning of Home. And that was one that immediately jumped out mm-hmm. for me because it's it's not... It, it is about what it is to be homeless, but it's also about what, what we consider home. And that's a huge part of red paint in red paint for Sasha's, I believe it's either her grandmother or her great grandmother. Home is a piece of linoleum that she takes with her to each place that they live, wherever she puts down that piece of linoleum, that is home. And so anything can, I mean, it doesn't take necessarily a big house with four walls and a, and a, you know, place that you've lived for generations for it to be home. Home can be, you know, where, wherever you make it. So that one really, that really spoke to me. That's an example. Yeah. No, it's a great, it's a great example. And then, um, your connections with knowing local authors too, you're bringing Janet Yoder in. Yes. Uh, Janet Yoder, um, who wrote uh, Where the Language Lives, who was also a nominee for the Creative Creative Nonfiction and Memoir Washington State Book Award. Um, Where the Language Lives is about Sasha's great-grandmother, Vi Hilbert, and her life's work of preser- preserving the Lushootsee language. And so Vi Hilbert was Nooksack of the Nooksack tribe, and so we're going to um, host uh, Janet Yoder, at the Nooksack Community Building, which is really close to where Vi Hilbert lived and spent a lot of time. So that was one sort of obvious program that jumped out at me. It was, oh, well, we need to bring Janet 
advise Sasha's great mm-hmm. grandmother. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that just that the powerful matrilineal line mm-hmm. um, of their family. Yeah, really cool to explore. Yeah, those are two just great. And and again, I'll just encourage people to go to walkandreads.org and you can see the full list of events um, or our website. You can see the events on our website too. So yeah, I the thing that one of the things I love about Red Painted is it, as it's one of the few Walk and Reads books that's really hyper local. I mean, it yeah. takes place, you know, from Tacoma all the way up, you know, to Whatcom County <laughs> with all kinds of really, you know, familiar points people are going to, as, as you read red paint, you're like, Oh, she went to the ranch room. Yeah. Oh, Teddy Bear Cove. <laughs> yeah. Well, Neil, I remember when you read it, you said, Oh gosh, this just really strikes me that up and down it, I-5. It's mm-hmm. so yeah. familiar. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up in, in West Seattle basically. And, and there's, you know, she is in West Seattle for a period yep. of time there and, you know, and living up here and, and it just really resonated. Also, the the um, the part about linoleum, how her um, great grandmother carried this linoleum mm-hmm. from her first house mm-hmm. to every house that they lived in. And um, I have a I have my grandmother's kitchen table, mm-hmm. little folding, uh, you know, white and black nineteen mm-hmm. fifties. Like Formica, Formica, Formica table that I've carried to every house I've lived in in the past forty years, Mm -hmm. and and I can just it's just like reading about the linoleum. It's I'm I'm there I'm with you I I know what you're talking about. We're really getting a powerful response to this book. I've heard from so many people who are just like it's such a great book. Or, but the thing about Walk and Reads is. We know not everyone is going to love the book that's selected. Right. But you're going to find something or you're going to hear from someone else who does did connect with the book mm-hmm. and go, oh, mm-hmm. well, that's interesting. So you're reading a book. You're also getting to understand your community in some ways. Right. Yeah, that's what, I, you know, it is interesting because people I have, you know, heard from people who, when they go to discuss this book, you know, it's a hard book. That's it's a, a lot of trauma. There's, there's hard you know, there's hard stuff in it. Mm -hmm. Um, and people respond to that differently. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that that's just really interesting. That's, that's why, that's why I love talking about books for me. When my book group reads a book and we discuss it, if everybody, if we all just sit around and say how much we love the book, well, that makes for a pretty short mm-hmm. and right. not terribly interesting discussion. You know, we can go on and on about all the different ways that we love a book. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's when there's um, there's differing opinions, you know, yeah. when, you know, actually, I didn't love this book. Really? Well, tell me why. Mm-hmm. You know, why didn't you love this book or why? What did you find challenging about this book? Like, that's that's where it's really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think, I think you find that with red paint. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's part of the power of what you do in your job. So you're, you know, certainly walk and reads is a big part of what you do, but creating programs all year long for the Walken County library system as well as we said this earlier, but, you know, introducing neighbors to neighbors and Mm -hmm. having great conversations or having a shared experience together. It's just one of the great things a library can do. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. I feel... I feel very, very blessed indeed. 
Well, since you love to talk about books, I oh. kind of teed this up. Oh, boy. All right. So give us three oh, b- great yeah. books that are books you think you'd like to recommend or a theme or a theme. Yeah. Well, I tend to like um, a little bit weird, slightly dark um, books that are based in our reality, but maybe can be a little off kilter. Um, I love books by Amy Bender because they are strange, but rooted in our reality. So if anybody knows me, they're not going to be surprised at all that I'm going to say uh, The Particular Sadness of Lemon Cake. Oh, yes. By Amy Bender. Mm-hmm. It's just strange and lovely. And the young woman in that book is one of the best female characters I feel like I've ever read. Um, I love me some Appalachian books, too. I am a champion of 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 all things Appalachian writers, so Silas House is right up there for one of my top. And, and top why favorites. Appalachia? What's your tie? Oh, I don't know. Oh, well, because <laughs> that's where I'm from. Do <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm from West Virginia, and um, and if anybody knows me, they know that about me, and they know that it's really can be tiresome listening to me talk about Appalachia and how much I love it. So I consider myself an ambassador mm-hmm. of Appalachia out here on the West Coast since 1994. Um, but yeah, Silas House is um, is just a he, he's the current poet laureate of Kentucky, um, and his novels are wonderful. His poetry is wonderful, and his novels are wonderful. Um, I just finished um, Ross Gay's Inciting Joy mm-hmm. for the second time um, because I had the pleasure of hosting him for a virtual book group mm-hmm. yesterday, which was such an honor, such a, a privilege to be able to do. And so anything by Ross Gay, Book of Delights, Inciting Joy, um, Book of More Delights is his most recent one. And boy, if ever you feel like you need... I don't know, just a little lift or some perspective um, to kind of help you through maybe a tough time. Ross Gay's books are just just the right medicine. Or find him online and listen yes. to him read his work because yes. his narration, his voice mm-hmm. as he reads his work is just so, it'll fill your heart with mm-hmm. joy. That's just what you need. Mm-hmm. So. And it's a really good balance. It's not, it's not all, it's not all joyful. As we talked about yesterday, joy is, um, goes hand in hand with pain. Mm-hmm. So, um, his, his books are very, very, very profound and kind of thought provoking and, and feeling provoking. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a great list, Claire. Thank you. That's fantastic. Is there anything you want to say that we haven't asked you? Gosh, I I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is I just would love to say how grateful I am to be here. I mean, this really does feel like a privilege to be in this position. I, and I, one that I never, ever anticipated being in. I mean, really, you know me, Mary, (laughs) (laughs) And, and you know that this was quite a surprise and a, and a big, um, whopping beautiful change for me. So I'm just very grateful to be here. Yeah. And, um, and so folks, if you see Claire out at events, make sure you go up and say hi to her and yes, please do. And suggest program ideas. We sure are grateful you're here, Claire. And, um, 
we're right here with you during walk and read season, right, Neil? That's right. Yeah. Yay. Yay, walk and read. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, this has been great. Claire, thank you for, for being a part of this. And, and my pleasure, everybody go out and visit the Whatcom Reads website at whatcomreads.org and pick up the Whatcom County Library System Explorations. Mm -hmm. You can probably still find uh, at the hard branches. copies of it at the branches. Yep, or you can find it online as at well. Our, at mm -hmm. our website, wcls.org. Look for events in the menu. Um, and we just look forward to more and more fun and exciting events coordinated by Claire McElroy. Yeah, and if you have program ideas, like, you know, we were talking earlier about, you know, people wanting to explore wellness or whatever it may be. Yes, um, please. Yeah, I email. I to hear. You either email Claire or you can just send a note to Neil because, you send know, we love for people to email Neil and tell, tell, you can say, hey, Neil, I listened to the podcast and tell Claire I want a program about X. Yeah, yeah, that would I'll, be a great. I will relay not the message. To be confused with formerly Twitter. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not that X. No, not that just, X. Just no. let us know. Let yeah. us know if you if you have questions, if you have ideas. Talk to us. Yeah. Come into a branch and and send, say, tell Claire I said this. Yeah. We'll get the word to her. This is a great conversation. Thanks, Claire, for joining us. Thank you. Yeah. This was a, just super fun. All right. That's our show. I'd like to thank our guest, Claire McElroy, and of course, my boss, Mary Vermillion. Friendship is unnecessary, like philosophy, like art, like the universe itself. It has no survival value. Rather, it is one of those things which give value to survival. And thank you, dear listener, for tuning into our show. Our hope is that if someone were to ask you, why libraries, what is the purpose? This show will provide you with a hundred responses to that question. Until next time, this is Neil McKay for the Whatcom County Library System.